The Brian Sams Podcast is sponsored by Church Media HQ. Failing to plan is planning to fail, and many churches have proven this statement to be all too real when it comes to their media and marketing. That's why Luke Clayton and the team at Church Media HQ want to create a 90-day plan to help your church connect with more people. After you share a few details about your church, Luke and his team put together a custom-tailored plan for effectively promoting upcoming events, sermons, and more at your church for free. Whether you choose to hire his team to execute that plan or take that plan and do it yourself, Church Media HQ just wants to see your church connect with more people. And listeners of the Brian Sams podcast can get started with a paid membership for as little as $99 and enjoy exclusive discounts on other Church Media HQ services. See the link in the show notes or visit churchmediahq.com slash brian to sign up for your church's free 90-day media plan today and see all that Church Media HQ can do for your church. That's churchmediahq.com slash brian. You're listening to an ongoing discussion on life, leadership, and ministry. This is the Brian Sams Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Brian Sams Podcast. I am Brian Sams, your host, and today I'm actually going to interview my co-host, Pastor Aaron Chan. Aaron, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you. And I noticed you used a little bit of a different uh, address there. Exactly. Oh, you know, Sometimes I just say Mr. Chan or affectionately Chan, <laughs> but today I called you Pastor Chan, so that's actually what we're going to talk about today. And uh, you may have seen on social media, you may have seen um, a video, or you may not, maybe this is news to you, but uh, we're coming today to talk specifically about what God has done in Aaron's life, directing him to a church plant here in the Jacksonville area. And so, first of all, Aaron, I just want you to talk about what happened kind of in your heart and life over the last year to kind of even open up and direct you toward lead pastoring and church planning. Yeah. Um, so six years ago, uh, you asked me to come here to help with the revitalizing of Harvest Baptist Church. And uh, at the time, you know, I was a graduate of Bible college, and uh, my degree was definitely not in preaching or anything like that or pastoral ministry. And so if you had asked me a few years ago if, uh, hey, would you ever think about becoming a pastor, I probably would have said, no, absolutely not. I don't think that's, that's me. But um, over the past, I think, I guess, year, year and a half, um, after being mentored by uh, yourself and just watching you and l- watching you lead the church, there's just been this kind of feeling that's kind of popped up like, it was almost as if God was saying, "You know, you could do this," mm. and and at first I was like, "No, there's there's no there's no way. I'm I'm not I'm not I don't think gifted that way. I don't think I you know do certain things uh, well." But that feeling just kind of never went away. It was um, every time I saw you preach or teach or or lead something, I just kept thinking, "You know, I could I think I could do that. Mm. I think I kind of want to do that actually." Um, so it's not like, um, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, uh, and we were talking about calling, you know, some guys have this definite, there's a specific time in their life, like, I definitely know this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, I'm going to pastor. And the more I find out and I talk to some guys on social media and things like that, that a lot of guys, it just, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, a lot of them are like, I was kind of like the same, same as you, you know, Mm. I, I don't. I didn't think that when I stepped into an assistant pastor position or a youth pastor position or a worship director position that I would ever be a senior pastor, but 
here we are. Yeah. Well, you're describing, I think, what First Timothy 3 describes, if a man desires the office of a bishop. I do think, you know, in my case, there was, um, a, I would say, a definitive surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it, was, it was happening, the same stirring that you're talking about was stirring in me. I think that's God working in you both to will and do His good pleasure. I think the call to ministry, specifically preaching or pastoring, does begin that way. And I think... For some people, there's more of a boom moment where probably that's already happened. The stirring is already there, but then there's like this sometimes a climactic moment, either personally or publicly, mm-hmm. where they basically say yes. So some people say, like, I used to say I was called to preach at this particular moment at a Christian camp back in 2000, or well, not 2000, 1997. <laughs> I'm a little older than that. <laughs> but really, that's not really the 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 fact the fact is God calls from the womb, then I think He burdens the heart, and then there's a surrender to God's will, and so I would actually say I I committed my life to or surrendered to at that moment. For you, um, the stirring, you know, has been there. We've talked about it a lot over the year, last year, and I I even remember at one point maybe probably about the, about a year ago that I just said something like, Hey, I don't know, but maybe. Maybe maybe this is going to happen, you know. I, maybe I was even sensing a little bit of um, certainly your teaching and preaching uh, is is was on point. And then I think just working at the church for six years, the the people side of things, knowing how to talk to people, pray with people, work with people. So I started sensing that I, you know that this would probably be your ultimate thing. I mean, you know, when you start being somewhere more than five years, six years going toward 10 years, you, you, you start thinking about things like, where, where am I going? What's the end, of, what's mm-hmm. the end game here? So I'm, I'm thankful. And so then, then God start, just opened up a unique door for our church. Uh, tell us a little bit about the campus and the church over in the Mayport area of Jacksonville. Yeah, sure. So this is kind of like the nail in the coffin for as far as the calling goes, right? Uh, it, it was at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe one day I'll be a pastor. And then all of a sudden this comes up, Mayport the Mayport campus. And it was almost as if God says, here's the door. Would you walk right through it? Right. And uh, so, yeah, the <clears throat> the Oak Harbor Baptist Church has been, I think, in existence since 1972. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're down to 12 members na- as of, like, this week, I think. They reached out to us here at River City, and there's they were wanting help. And they said, look, we, you know, we've got a guy that's an interim pastor, but we, we really need a senior pastor um, can you help us? And so then uh, I think they made contact with you first. And so uh, basically we told them, look, the only way this is going to work is if you merge with us, deed your property and everything over to River City and come under us as a uh, as an adoption. Basically, mm-hmm. you're adopting a child, and when the child grows and is able to sustain itself, then you release them again, yeah. right? right? And so um, that's how that came about only, a, what, a month ago? Right. Well, Two months ago? well. So the the beginning conversation happened in April, late April. Yeah. Then it kind of escalated quickly. Like the interim pastor reached out to me. I called him. We met within the same day. He's like, I think you should come talk to everybody. So then the next week, this is now early May. Mm-hmm. I go over and meet with the trustees which was him and two ladies, actually. I'm not even really sure how that works, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I recognize trustees, not like an official church office, but, you know, whatever. So so we met, and, and I was amazed at the surrender, that the fact that these people did not want their church to die, it mean, uh, meaning they're, they're like they're building the, 
be overtaken. Right. And, you know, it was going to be not too long where they're not going to be able to pay you know, taxes or electricity because mm-hmm. they're running out of money. Um, so I think their back was against the wall. And when I explained the adoption scenario, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time getting into that, maybe we should have a whole episode on revitalization and the different ways it can be done. But in short, one of the ways that a church can come back to life is that it actually votes to close its corporation officially, and then those members become members of our church. Mm -hmm. So all 12 of those members are now going to be members at River City Baptist. Their actual 501c3 church closes. That becomes literally River City Baptist Church property, and then River City collectively spends the time, energy, and resources to plant a brand new church on that campus that will be will initially be a campus, uh, but as soon as it's autonomous, it will then be released as a church that is self self supporting. Right, right. yeah. So that then their congregational vote was on May twenty second, and it was unanimous. It was unanimous. You were yeah, there, yep. uh, and at that time we had already decided that you were going to be the guy, mm-hmm. and we actually told them that that day. They took it well. <laughs> they took it well, yeah. I mean, because my first conversation, when that was undecided. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll just do it for a while. And then when I get the pastor lined up, we'll just let him go. And But then we had it, it just matriculated so fast, kind of what you're describing. I was surrendered to God, and then boom, this opportunity came. Shortly thereafter, I basically said, Aaron, I think maybe this is it. Maybe mm-hmm. you should take it. And then you and Annie talked and prayed and... I, I yeah I want to speak about that a little bit. Uh, when I first brought it up to Annie as a um, as a possibility, her first response out of her mouth was, "Well, I think we should go for it then." Well, that's good. And um, if you're listening to the podcast and you're th- you're on the fence, you're maybe thinking you're being called to a pastorate and your wife is not on board. Um, that's a red flag for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And 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 I think even for those that are listening that aren't married, I mean, you wanna you wanna marry that. That's those are the kinds of things you're looking for. Mm-hmm. A woman that loves the Lord and wants to be used of God and wants to support the vision and direction of her f- husband. And, you know, that's important. I mean, you can't know all that maybe when you're 18, 19, 20 or whatever, but you should have conversations in the dating or engagement phase about, you know, what it means to mm-hmm. follow Jesus as a disciple and, and all, all where it could lead. And so praise the Lord for you know, that, that response. And then you came back to me. I remember the day you said, you know, just like you told me six years ago, I'm ready to go on an adventure. Yeah. Cause at that time harvest was crazy and we didn't know if you could even, we, I, I think at the beginning I said, <laughs> like, Hey, might not have a job in we, a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, let's do this. <laughs> I said, neither of us may be employed in a year, but let's, if you want to, let's give it a shot. And you called me back and says, I'm ready for an adventure. And I said, great. And then now we're ready for a new adventure. So, um, Praise the Lord. So basically, you are now uh, starting at the end of August, beginning of September, you're starting a Bible study with the remaining members and starting to invite other people from Mm -hmm. the community to come to this Bible study. It's not a worship service. It's just you meeting people, teaching the Bible, and then we're praying uh, toward launching uh, the Hope Church of Mayport... um, Maybe in January, maybe February, you know, something in the beginning of 2023. So you are Pastor Chan now. Yes, and uh, I started introducing myself as that at the uh, food drive yesterday. It felt felt a little weird, but at the same time, you know the most common response I got? So to give you guys a back, kind of a backstory, 
the existing church there actually has already a, um, a, an organization that comes and uses their campus as a hub to distribute food to needy families in that immediate area. There's about 100 to 150 cars that come through there every first and third Wednesday of the month. And um, this has all been organized by a, a lady at a Presbyterian church down the street. So we don't do any administrative work for this. It's all the volunteers are supplied mainly through that Presbyterian church and, and another Christian church, I think, and then a couple from the existing church that's there. But um, so all, uh, all I have been doing for the last the two, so yesterday and then the Wednesday before that was meeting people out in the parking lot, introducing myself, handing out my business card, going, hey, I'm going to be the new pastor. And uh, probably the number one most common response, they looked at me and they go, well, you're really young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One lady even said, you look like a teenager. <laughs> so I hope I, do, I hope I look like that in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, you're 30, right? Yes. Yeah, you're 30, yeah. so you just look like a kid. <laughs> so um, so, th- so I want to point this out about Mayport. The, the, it is a really great opportunity. Mayport, for those of you that don't know, Mayport is essentially a military community. Um, Mayport Air Base is... Um, is there the Air Force base? It's a, well, I think it's a it's a, um, Navy a base. naval base. Yeah. I'm sorry, naval base. Really, literally, like the church is right outside the the front doors yeah. of Mayport, and then you've got Mayport Elementary, and mm-hmm. some of the people there's an existing relationship there, yeah. which we have huge inroads in the public schools here, which is another tactic. And then you've got uh, this food drive. I yeah. mean, this is could be a hundred new people eat every other week. It, yeah. And it you was, said you said last time it was already... it was almost all new faces. Um, I I was asking people, hey, did we meet last time? They're just looking at me, going, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, right. So so here's the recap. Um, God literally gave our church a church building. Yeah, about 20 minutes from here in the beach community of Mayport, uh, He's given us an opportunity to connect with military um, uh, veterans and active duty people. He's given us already an inroad to the Mayport Elementary School and already uh, access to 100 new families each. Yep. Each, every, every first other, and third yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, twice a month, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's the strategy to begin to network and to reach people and to go. So we feel really confident about what God's going to do there and excited about it. But I want to I want to encourage our listeners to get behind Aaron. Um, Aaron, you guys all know Aaron from from the podcast. Some of you know him personally. And uh, Aaron, let's talk about let's talk about our goals and needs and a little bit of the um, uh, the the way about which we're going to handle this first year. Won't you? Sure. Yeah. So there's there's four or five different specific project needs that we have, and then there's also the monthly financial support angle. So let's talk about the projects first. Uh, the first project that we need to do before launch time is to repipe the children's wing. So there's there's a couple buildings on the campus, and one of them is the predominantly children's classrooms and nursery. It has no running water right now because there was a slab leak somewhere. They had a plumber cap it off, and uh, so they're going to have to run a new pipe from the water meter all the way to the building, which is about 200 feet just in between the, the meter and the building, and then have to repipe the bathrooms that are in there. So there's about six fixtures in each bathroom. Uh, three or four toilets and uh, two sinks in each one. So um, that's number one. We're that's going to be. I mean, it's gonna, it's a repipe, so it's going to be a significant amount of money, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. I have no idea. Um, we've got a plumber working on that and and uh, hoping to give us an estimate. But that's project number one, most significant. We cannot operate a nursery without bathrooms. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> number two project would be the carpet. 
uh, in the main auditorium. Um, the carpet in there, I think, is it's, it's definitely older than me. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's probably has not been changed since 1975. <laughs> it's this bright red old church carpet. You probably know the how it looks. You know if you've been in church in any length of time. But that needs to be replaced. Um, we're going to replace it with uh, some nice-looking carpet, probably going to be about ten to $12,000. Uh, and then we're going to replace the pews in there. It's got old church pews with some chairs, a good quality church chair nowadays. It costs you 50 to $65 shipped. And uh, so if we put 100 chairs in there, which we were planning to do, it's about six grand. Yep. Um, and then the, uh, the, there's a painting project as well, which we believe may, we may be able to take care of that before too long. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to paint the children's wing, a uh, fresh coat of paint, and then also some painting in the auditorium too. So that's, um, you know, a couple grand. Um, and the church sign is probably the, uh, the biggest forward-facing um, aesthetic modification that we need to make. We need to construct, design a new sign um, and a new logo and all that. So that's between two and $3,000 for a brand new church sign out there on the road. And then some other various wayfinding signage throughout the campus. So those are some of the projects that we're looking at. And sound system. Sound system, yes. Um, so there, there's an existing one. It's kind of old, kind of same situation. We walked mm-hmm. into here at Harvest. It's an old analog board, but um, the, the world is digital now. And so we need to have the capability to have presets done, different singers, different instruments, things like that. So... Sound system with speakers and stuff, microphones, about 3600 to four grand. Um, that's what we're looking at if we got everything that we wanted. Uh, and then, um, so those are the projects. And then our goal for this first year, at least, is to have at least 10 churches supporting my family at $200 a month. Yeah, so let me, let me recap. We're talking about fifty dollars to $60,000 worth of projects. Right. Yeah. And so maybe if you would like to help, that's a huge way to help. Uh, if you are a person or a church that has some uh, maybe extra money in your missions account, you want to you wanna help out Aaron, you can just contact us. Aaron's uh, email will be in the show notes and the link to the Mayport uh, homepage that's kind of already up, as well as Aaron's video that explains uh, some of these things in a more condensed version. The links will be there. You can contact me personally if you've got any questions. Obviously, uh, I am 100% supportive of Aaron. He's been a faithful and uh, loyal assistant pastor, and will do a great job there. And the need is great in Jacksonville. I mean, we could Absolutely. go on and on about that, particularly there. And God just opened up some unique doors. So about 50, 60 grand uh, in project needs. If there's one that you are particularly interested in, just let us know. Um, then the monthly support. So uh, we will be working with North American Mission Board for a portion of the salary for Aaron so that he can get going. Also, some of the continual and ongoing proceeds from the church there mm-hmm. uh, will uh, offset a little bit of Aaron's salary. River City will be doing a significant investment into Aaron's salary, and then there will be a little bit left over, and that's really all that we're asking for. We're not going to do any deputation. I mean, if you'd really like Aaron to come, uh, maybe we can work out something where he could come and speak to your church or... And, and we certainly could talk about that, but um, if you know him and love him and you're in a position to do that, uh, we're just asking uh, 10 people or churches, organizations, whoever. We got one business already doing yep. it. Individual has covered a year's worth of um, um, certain uh, expenses for you and, and, and others. So if you're an individual uh, or whatever. So the goal is about uh, $2,000 a month. Um, you know, we'll take whatever we can get, and <laughs> River City will uh, yeah. be making up the gap. So, um, uh, I'd be honored to talk to anybody. Um, feel free to reach out. You will you will have regular communication as well if you decide to partner with us here. Um, 
just a quick story. There's, I mean, there's the need is so great as you were mentioning. We were talking to a, a woman two Wednesdays ago that was in the food line, and it just so happened that she lost her job like the day before. I think she was 68 years old. Her name was Mercy, mm-hmm. and she she broke down crying. And I asked her, you know, can we pray for anything? And she said, I just lost my job. I'm 68 years old, and I need, yeah, I need I need some prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, wait, is she a Christian? I have no idea. But I was able to pray with her and share with her the love of God and here's some food. Here's so that's the kind of work that you're supporting if you decide to come partner with us. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great church. I'm looking forward to it, and our church is going to be given some people and plenty of resources to make it happen. But we'd love to partner with some of you as well. So uh, reach out to us and connect with us. And and I'd love to open up more conversation about church revitalization, replanting. I think it's I think Aaron, um, it, there's an advantage here. I mean, obviously, uh, when you do a replant like this, you have a building. Sometimes you have a handful of people, like in your case, and, and it's not likely that all of them will stay. We, we recognize that, but all of them might, and mm-hmm. if they do, awesome. And then there's a pool of people maybe that used to go to the church, and then you're, you're talking about maybe some of them kind of swirling back around and getting encouraged again, and maybe before long, you know, you'll have a handful of fam- families. Yeah. And um, But I want you to know this, too. This, this is is technically a church plant. Um, so it's not like that that church has got a bunch of resources and ability. They can't pay a pastor. They they can't pay anything, really. Um, they're leaking, and so that's why we did it the way that we did it, and I think that it'll be a, uh, a healthy uh, church plant with a good partnership with our churches. And so, man, congratulations, Aaron. Man, I'm really excited for you. And um, We're excited. We're, uh, you know, we're going to miss you on the team here, but at the same time, there's going to be this ongoing partnership and in the same town and so on and so forth, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really thankful for that. But uh, hey, guys, this is a little shorter episode, but I really just wanted to introduce what Aaron's doing, the show notes, and uh, you're going to see some other things up on social media and through the website that'll really encourage you toward that. For those of you that are Idea Network fans, and maybe you're going to be at the Idea Family Summit uh, in January with Pastor Josh Tice. I hope you'll be there in Dallas, Texas. Aaron and I will be there. Aaron is an approved church planting um, project, and so we'll be raising money right there mm-hmm. for the church. And I uh, hope you can come and maybe set aside some resources to help there as well. And, of course, I'll be speaking at the Family Summit in one of the general sessions as well. So uh, God bless you guys, man. Have a great day, and uh, be sure to reach out to Aaron. And until next time, uh, more conversation on life, leadership, and ministry. This is the Brian Sams Podcast. Mm-hmm.